thank you for joining us again for church today. I want to um, recognize the uh, great service of uh, our brother Eddie Nam for the last two weeks and stepping in to be able to bring the word of God to us. Thank you for a great job and I hope that the Lord spoke to your hearts as you were listening to his word. I pray that uh, God will continue to build us up. I am excited about the passion of God in the lives of our young people, especially in our church, and how you are standing for God and seeking to glorify him um, in every aspect of your life. I pray that God will continue to enrich you as you uh, spend time with him, as you dedicate your life to him, as you just surrender completely your will and the things that you desire to him. Just know that the God that you serve is, uh, is faithful and he will always guide and lead you into the truth. And I pray that God will continue to increase his anointing over your lives. Today, I want to um, begin a couple of uh, um, series on an important topic that has burdened me throughout last year. And um, I believe that uh, some of you or some of us would have been caught in a situation where we find ourselves um, hearing uh, different voices that are speaking to us. And for some of us, we have been completely misled. We have been completely swayed off the truth that is the word, from the word of God. And we have been, um, um, our minds have been captured by the enemy and we have been really misdirected and we've gone actually out of the will of God. There's so much that is going on in our world today. And as a result of that, people and so-called men and women of God have taken advantage of um, the weaknesses that are in some of us as believers, and they can say things in the name of God. And we believe, we easily believe them because of the situation that we find ourselves. And that is where my burden is. What voice are you hearing? What voice are you listening to? What kind of voice guides and leads and directs your life? What voice makes you um, uh, make the decision that you are currently even thinking about? As I'm speaking to you right now, I believe that there is a voice that is ringing in your heart, in your mind, in your body, soul, and spirit. There's a voice that is giving you a message this message may not be coming from God. The church, unfortunately, has been full um, of people like that who stand in the name of God and they tell us things and, and we believe them. We believe them because we kind of think that they are bringing a word from God. But unfortunately, most of these times, we are not hearing from God. So how do we know when God speaks to us? How do we know when the devil is speak to us, speaking to us? How do we know when self is speaking to us? How do we know when our social media is speaking to us and giving us messages that may seem as if they are coming from God? How do we know? Even when so-called prophets and prophetesses come to us and they say that thus says the Lord, 
How do we know that it's God who is really speaking to you? That is where my burden is. That is where my heart is. And I, I'm hoping that we will be able to study the word of God. We'll be able to dive into God's word and to see what exactly God is telling us. How I can discern and know that this is God who is speaking to me. And I will be able to allow him to take full control of my life. That is my burden. So today I want to, I want to pray with you. And then I will take um, uh, our scripture reading from John chapter 10. Verses 1 to 6, and then we will read verse 27 from the same chapter. Will you bow with me as I pray? Dear Lord, I pray for your children. I ask for your grace to come, O oh God, and minister to us. I ask, O oh God, for your Holy Spirit, O oh God, to be able to open our understanding to the truth of your word. I ask the Lord, you will, you will uh, touch our hearts, O oh God. You will give us uh, ears that really, and hearts that descend to know that God is the one speaking and not man, O oh God. I pray, God, that your word will touch us. Your word will transform us. Your word will reveal your truth to us because your truth sets us free. I just pray this, this afternoon that you will minister to anyone who is hearing us today in Jesus' name. I will be reading John 10, the shepherd and sheep, 1 till 6 and 27. Very truly I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is a shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he's brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus uses figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. So John chapter 10, verses 1 to 6, tells us about a, a message that Jesus was, was teaching and preaching to his disciples. He was trying to make them understand in this particular passage how many uh, false teachers have gone out there and they are trying to present themselves as coming from God. And he uses an example of um, a shepherd uh, who has uh, a sheep pen. And he says that, um, makes certain important clarifications about what happens when uh, the true shepherd is in charge and the things that we see also when the, the false shepherds or the untrue shepherds, the shepherd that is, does not have a relationship with the sheep when he shows up and some of the things that happens. So he says that any, any good shepherd will come to us by coming and following through the right path. And shepherds that, are, that do not have a relationship with the sheep will find different ways, maybe jump over the, the sheep and in order to get to the sheep. He, he tries to help us understand that the sheep, which represents us as believers, will listen to the voice of the shepherd and they will follow him. And, and I want to pick today's message from this particular context and help us understand what Jesus wanted us to see in a bigger context as we relate it to other parts of Scripture. Brethren, you and I are like the sheep of God. 
We follow him, we listen to him. He takes us to places that uh, will nourish us in a spiritual uh, sense. And um, he, will, he will guide our steps even to the point that we are able to, to, uh, to hear him and understand clearly that this is God who is speaking. And also be able to determine and understand when, when God is not speaking, but other voices are coming to us that do not reflect the glory of God. So in, in our life today, there are a number of voices that clearly are speaking to you and speaks to us. The first one is self. You hear uh, yourself telling you to do things that you feel may be right especially when it comes to our relationship with God. You feel maybe the, the step that you need to take that honest God. And self can be a very, very easy way of misleading us. Our own self talks to us, persuading us to meet our own carnal uh, needs. Our heart is so deceitful in situations like this so we tend very easily to yield to what self is telling us our desires forms part of self our desires make us try to feel that it is god they even pressurize us to make us believe that it is god who is speaking to us satan and demons speaks to you they come to you in in a, in, a, in a form of god's presence in fact, Jesus says that they will come to you as wolves in sheepskin and they will try to speak and bring messages to you that appears as if this is God who is speaking to you. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, the Bible says, Be alert and be sober-minded because your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion and looking for someone to, de to devour. Satan is going around. He is moving from place to place. Why? Because he is not omnipresent like our God is omnipresent. God is everywhere at the same time. But Satan works from place to place and he works with his demons. So he's moving around and seeking you and seeking me. He's finding ways and people who are weak to be able to come and attack us and minister his, his lies into our ears. And very uh, much so, we are easily convinced and we yield to the, the, the lies that he preaches to us. But God gives us a way that we can overcome that. He makes us aware that he is moving like a lion. He is not like a lion. He is not a lion. He only takes the image of something that looks like a lion to, to frighten us and try to mislead us. But he says, resist him and stand firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of challenges that you may be going on now. Be mindful of the, of the deceit of, of, of the devil and of demons. Ephesians 6, 11. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. That is the only way you can overcome the lies and the deceit of the, uh, of the enemy. Um, media, mainstream media, and man speaks to us. They tell us that the media seems to even um, guide 
or even um, determine how we live our lives these days. The media seems to, to uh, want to take control of how you think. The decisions that you make, the choices that you make, the places that you go seems to be monitored. You turn on the television and lies may be told about something and we easily believe in it and we are carried by it. Politicians will tell lies to us and we believe them. They keep on hating and hating on a message and we believe them. And they use social media to manipulate our thoughts. And we buy these lies and we follow these this, this, uh, sources. And what happens is that we fail as a result to walk according to the will of God. And we begin to walk according to the flesh and what society is telling us. The other voice that you easily hear every day as a believer, because the Holy Spirit is in you, is the voice of God. God speaks to us. He speaks to us in many and various ways. God ministers to us and his voice will always be clear and will, will manifest himself to us. But God's voice will always be attacked by the enemy, just like we see in, in, the, in the book of Genesis. When, when God has clearly spoken to Adam and Eve and told them the life that he, God, wanted them to live in the Garden of Eden, but soon after that, the devil comes and he completely twisted all that God wanted, um, had told them and, and misled them, which led to sin, and you and I being in the same in this situation that we find ourselves uh, in the world today. So God speaks. God speaks to us he, with his still and, and peaceful voice. The other thing that I mentioned, yourself, Satan and demons, man and media will always come to you. But the only voice that prevails and will always tell you the truth is the voice of God. God's voice will remain faithful and truthful to his word. So how do we know? How do I understand and clearly determine that this is God who is speaking to me? How do I know that it is God who is ministering to me in, in, the, in the current situation that I find myself? The Bible is very clear about how we can know that God is the one who is speaking. And when we look at scripture in all its totality, we will come to understand that whenever God speaks, he's clear, he's direct, and he doesn't go against his very, very self. So there are a few things that I want to leave with you today. I want to leave you with um, uh, certain clear steps or uh, things that will help you to know that this is God who is speaking. I'm not sure what state you are in your life at this moment. I mean, I know that you may be doubting certain things that you are hearing, but what you are going to hear from me today will clearly guide you into knowing that this is God who is speaking. The first thing that you, you will help you understand that God is the one speaking is that the voice of God will always leave you with the peace of God. God's voice, whenever he comes to speak to you, will not bring anything else 
by peace. I know this is very, very deceitful. Sometimes um, you are trying to make a decision um, uh, and then you try to convince yourself. We often hear this word, I am at peace with it. But the ways of God, when he comes, is what it will bring you God's peace and not your own searching of peace, your own uh, definition of peace. It is the peace of that he, God himself, brings that the Bible described that it is contrary to what the world, uh, the, the peace of the world is. So Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 and 17, uh, to 17 says this, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through the Psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in words or deeds, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus and giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whenever God speaks to you, this peace that comes through the presence of the Holy Spirit will engulf your mind. Sometimes it will blow around you like a, a wind. And it will bring this calmness in your soul, in your body. It will bring calmness in your whole being. God's peace will confirm to you that he is the one who is speaking. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 13 say, 33 says, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the congregation of the Lord's uh, people. God doesn't bring confusion to us. His message to us, it will always bring his peace and accompany it with a peace that will really make us know that this is God who is speaking to you and not the devil. The second thing that will help you understand when God speaks is that God's voice will honor him. God's voice will always bring honor to his name. He says in John chapter 15, verse 26, and uh, chapter 16, verse 14, when the counselor, that is the Holy Spirit, comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth whom, uh, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. This is Jesus speaking. And he will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. The Holy Spirit of God, who lives in you as a believer, will always bring honor and glory to the Godhead, the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So when he is speaking, he doesn't bring glory to himself, as Jesus says. He will take what he is receiving from the Father and the Son and manifest it to you. So if you are hearing something else that is not really bringing glory to the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, then you need to clearly understand that this is not God speaking. God's message and his words to you will always 
honor him and give him the praise. So when man comes to you and he's speaking to you and trying to get your mind to believe in him more than believing in God, then you know clearly who is speaking to you. That honor, if I am bringing the message of God to you and I'm trying to make you believe in me uh, more than the one that is, uh, has sent me to preach the gospel, then I, I ask you to reject whatever that I am preaching or, or teaching about. Because this, the, 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 the voice of God honors God. First John chapter 4, verse 1 to 3 says this, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit which clearly tells you that there are different and many spirits. But test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus it's not of God. No spirit, no matter what kind of person that it is. If anybody comes to you and preaching any other religion, and that religion uh, teaching does not recognize that Jesus had a human body, he lived on this earth, and he died and rose again, and bringing glory to Jesus and the Godhead, then you must not believe in that, in that kind of message. And that is exactly what is going out there. I'm hearing this time that there are some people who will be even believe in uh, both Islam and Christianity and think that the two are one and therefore they are in the middle and they are trying to draw or pull the two together to, to, to satisfy themselves and to please the world. But that is not what the message of the gospel says. The Bible says that if the message that is being preached to you does not honor Jesus, does not recognize him as Lord and Savior, do not believe in this spirit. Can I get an amen for that? That is the truth of God's word. So we as Christians need not shy away from clearly preaching the total counsel of God. The word of God says that without Jesus, that is salvation is found in no one else but in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. So believe in him. Believe and accept him. Embrace him as, the, as, as your savior and declare this truth without fear. If you are hearing a message that does not acknowledge Jesus as the savior of the world, then that message does not honor God. Number three, if you want to know how, whether it's God who is speaking to you, God's voice does not bring any fear into your heart. God's voice will not make you tremble. God's voice will not make you be afraid of man and other powers of darkness. The voice of God does not make you timid. Fear is not of God, my brothers and sisters. God gives us a sound mind whenever he speaks to us. So in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, For the Spirit of God give um, us, for the Spirit God give us does not make us timid or fearful, but it gives us power, love, and self-discipline. 
that spirit, that anointing, that God's presence will not make you be afraid and scared when God is guiding you and leading you in making a decision. God will not tell you that this is the guy or the lady that you are supposed to have a relationship with and bring and make you be scared of that individual or afraid of that particular situation that you are in because his, his, uh, his voice will not bring any form of timidity and any form of fear in your heart. Number four that will help you understand if God is speaking is that God's voice brings and encourages positive things. He will always accompany his message, his words with positivity. The spirit of negative attitude, negative words, negative spirit going around and trying to mislead us to doing things that do not honor God. We need to be mindful about such spirits. Philippians 4 and verse 8 and 9 says that finally, brothers and sisters, whatever that is true, whatever that is noble, whatever that is right, whatever that is pure, whatever that is lovely, whatever that is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. That is our mission. That is our goal. That is our encouragement that we should go out there and try to understand that God's voice brings and record, um, encourages positive things about um, one another, positive things about truth, positive things about any, anything that will honor and bring glory to God, whatever that is pure. Those are the things that are positivities in the eyes of God. That brings us into a relationship with other people and destroys every aspect of negative thinking in us. If you live your life and, and um, have an attitude, sometimes just like we all do, you see somebody even by uh, who is wearing uh, or dressed in a particular way, you right away jump into conclusions about that, that individual, right? Because that is the spirit of self speaking to us and wanting to misguide and lead us and give us a negative impression of other people. But the spirit that may be in that individual may be different from what you are seeing. So I want you to understand that when God is speaking to you, he will make sure that he makes you think in the positive spirit. Any, any attitude that you have that is bringing and promoting negativity in your life about life and about other people, you need to check that spirit. That is the spirit of the devil. And he will always try to misguide and mislead you. God's voice brings good things. His voice brings hope and speaks hopeful things into our hearts. Even when God uh, rebukes us, when we fall in, in sin, that even comes with hope and encouragement. He, he will bring, um, uh, stretch out his arms to bring us back to himself. Like the story of the prodigal son. 
even though he had sinned against God and was obeyed his father and, and went away and destroyed everything that he had taken from his, his father, when he came back, his father did not approach him in a negative spirit. He embraced him and welcomed him into his home and placed him, gave him back again the honor that is due him. That is how God reflects and, and relates to his children. He will approach you with a heart that embraces positive things and looks for the good things in you and me rather than the negative things that are in us. Brethren, God is speaking. But whenever God speaks, he speaks to us in, in guiding us into anything that is positive. I want to end today's um, message by reading 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13 to 17. And to draw our understanding to the fact that God is speaking and man is speaking, the devil is speaking, demons are speaking, society is speaking. But the fact is that whenever we hear God speak, his voice will lead us into things that will honor God. 2 Timothy 3, 13 to 17, evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God's bread in us, useful for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be uh, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Today, as I speak to you, you are in a dilemma about something that may relate to your relationship. You are in a dilemma about something that may relate to you, uh, 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 an incident that would have occurred between you and uh, a co-worker, a friend. You are in a dilemma about a decision that you need to make. You are in a dilemma about forgiving somebody. God, when he speaks, remember that his voice will be clear. His voice will bring his peace to you. His voice will help you to clearly know the difference between uh, who the devil's voice and, and, and the voice of God. God's voice will make you clearly um, be, be positive in the decisions that you make, in, in the thoughts that are coming to you. The voice of God will not make you scared about anything. The voice of God will enable you to just live in, in a life that will honor him, God's voice will bring you an understanding that you need to honor him in everything that um, um, goes on in your life. The voice of God will not mislead you into anything that does not bring praise and glory to him. So as you reflect on this word, I pray that you will learn, you will find a way of listening to God speaking to you rather than the voice of man. Just know that God will always be by your side through the presence of the Holy Spirit.
and he will help you and guide your steps so that you will not make the mistakes that will mislead you and to go outside the will of God. I pray that the Spirit of God will speak to you and enable you to be a listener of, of God rather than a listener of man. May God bless you and I'm going to pick this up again and bring us a more uh, understanding of how we can hear God speaking to us so that we will be able to determine and know clearly the voice of God and the voice uh, from the voice of self, from the voice of the devil and from the de voice of demons, from the voice of society. And I pray that your decisions that you may be struggling with today will be guided by God's word and his truth. Let me pray with you. And then um, I will uh, bring next week to us the second part of this message. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word that transforms, your word that reveals, your word that is able to help us, oh God, know your mind and your will. I pray for whoever is listening to me today and Lord may be going through challenges of making decisions. Oh God, let your spirit, oh God of truth, visit this individual and minister to them and let the peace of God that passes all understanding rest with them, oh God. I just ask your favor of God upon ourselves, oh God, upon each one of us. Lord, as the world speaks to God to us and try to draw us away from the truth, may your name be glorified in us. I worship you for your, for your grace and your mercy upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me end by thanking um, every one of you, especially members of the Glorious Hope Community Church, for your support, your encouragement, for all that you do to continue to help our ministry grow. And I pray that God will uh, bless you and enrich you abundantly. Um, I will encourage you to go to our website and follow um, uh, through with um, our giving steps so that you'll be able to continue to give to support us and um, I just want you to know that God is using whatever resources that you are planting to continue to spread his word. We look forward to sharing with you again um, as we meet to worship next Sunday. God bless you. Amen.